Hey guys, Triple Whale is now offering post-purchase surveys absolutely free. Go check it out and enjoy the episode. It does feel like it's kind of a dusty old industry, but has a ton of money flowing through it at the same time, which is a little bit yeah, confusing. True. I think you see in the U.S., it's about 20% of U.S. GDP is spent on healthcare. By far the 20%? biggest category across anything. Yeah, it's a wild, Whoa. wild number. Welcome back, everybody. This is Sarah Levenger. I'm your host. This is the Pit Stop Podcast. Thank you for joining me again today. And this is going to be the last episode that we have with, hopefully not the last forever, but like the last one of this series with Caleb from Cubby Beds. And he has been kind of like sharing with us a little bit of the customer side, kind of how you can think about how, where your customers are when they're actually looking for your products. He's got a really, really interesting product that he's been sharing with us. He makes smart beds specifically for children with special needs and their families. So this particular episode, I want to dive kind of deep into your experience of the actual healthcare industry and how you think applying some of our DTC knowledge and background and experience can kind of help that industry move forward. Because we were talking before the recording a little bit about how it's a, a little bit outdated. <laughs> Medical field is like a little bit far behind us. So what's been your experience so far? Like how, how do you think about this, this kind of marriage of the two? Yeah, it's been very interesting to learn about. It does feel like it's kind of a dusty old industry, but has a ton of money flowing through it at the same time, which is a little bit yeah, confusing. True. I think you see in the U.S., it's about 20% of U.S. GDP is spent on healthcare. By far the 20%? biggest category across anything. Yeah, it's a wild, Whoa. wild number. And so I think what That's it really crazy. comes down to is that the way that healthcare used to be is it was very top down. You'd have these big sales teams going out and selling to doctor's offices, selling to hospitals, and then they would tell the patients about the solutions or what might work for them. And then social media came about. COVID changed a lot of things with people trying yeah. to figure it out for themselves. And now you have a lot of, especially the younger generation, millennials, parents, et cetera, trying to find solutions for themselves and then going into their doctor's office armed with that knowledge instead of just yeah. listening to the doctor of what they think. True. And that is, yeah, that is some downsides too. Of we, we should be listening to what the doctors think. But at yeah. the same time, it allows them to, to feel more educated, to learn more from other people around them yeah. and to, to access healthcare in just a different way. I've had a lot of experience with the healthcare industry <laughs> recently because I have two kids and they're constantly bringing home every cold under the sun. And I can't, I, it seems like after COVID, I just can't keep us healthy. Like it's just no matter how much vitamin C we have, no matter how much sleep we get, it's just these colds are just totally different. It's just a totally different beast. And so for somebody who has a child who's, has some special needs that just can't be cared for by any sort of like family doctor or things that where it's just go and get a checkup. Anybody that has a child with special needs really has a very different world that they live in with kids that have different sets of doctors, lots of different appointments that they have to be at and things that they have to go to. So that knowledge, I think, is very important. The empowerment of parents is, is going to be pretty important, especially going forward into 2023 and beyond. And I think it's something that's lacked in the healthcare industry for quite a long time. I, I'm very not much so, and sure I, it was there yeah, before. So. I think that's that's very true. And I also think that a lot of these parents, they, they need medications and therapy, et cetera, but they also just need social support and for someone to listen. Yes. And so I think that's a big part of having every one of these parents is in 20 Facebook groups. They go to social events outside that's to meet true. other parents. They they share everything and anything that works. And so that's also what we're trying to build here at Cubby is a community. We turn our customers into advocates yeah. to tell other families 
both how beneficial the product is, but also here's how I navigated insurance. Here's how I talked to my doctor about a cubby bed. There's some yeah. kind of almost internal selling that they have to do to be able to get a product like this. And so having yeah. that support network around them is both really encouraging and really helpful. Yeah. I And I never even thought of it that way, honestly, because I mean, as a parent, I, I have my own kind of like social network that I lean on. I have friends that I can text. I have my parents. I have grandparents that we can actually get more information on, right? We can double check mm -hmm. or like vet our ideas and things that are coming out from our kids that we're like, why is he doing that? He's like eating <laughs> things off the floor. Is he supposed to do that? So as parents, it's sometimes very, very difficult, especially if you're a DTC brand that sells anything to parents. Understanding the fact that we are inundated with information as a consumer, but also understanding the fact that like we want to be able to advocate for our own families and make mm -hmm. choices depending on our own needs. So mm -hmm. this type of consumer, parents in particular, are very specific. They're a very specific type of consumer. And if you niche down any farther than that, if you're going to parents of special needs children, they have even more different needs that have to be addressed for them to be able to like move into this. One of the things that you guys are utilizing, it sounds like, is the community aspect of it where you're building Facebook groups or Slack channels or any, any sort of like community focused platform, which I think is huge because that's something that the, the direct-to-consumer industry has done for a long time. You know, we've utilized our social media and all kinds of other aspects of it just to try and build loyalty, right? They're really focused on LTV. But you can use those community-based platforms for more than LTV. You can use it for education and empowerment, which for, depending on your customer, is very, very important to their actual buyer journey. Because mm -hmm. for your parents, they need it. They have to have that support. Yeah, and we think about it both online where we see that a lot of our, our ads and our social posts, we often get more shares than likes on them, which is wild. So it's just people are sharing them in DMs, they're sharing them into groups, they're sharing them with other parents. Yeah. But the other thing we're really interested in exploring more is how do you leverage offline community? So a lot of these parents go to a support group every week where they meet 15 other parents in their area who are probably on a similar insurance plan as them. How yeah. do we turn them into offline advocates? So we give them informational so materials true. to bring in. We let them, hey, if you get these families a bed, if you tell them about the bed and they get it through insurance, we'll pay you or we'll give you a free gift or we'll turn you into kind of a champion advocate. And so we're really interested in exploring both the online side, which is kind of bread and butter for D2C. Yeah. But a lot of these interactions happen offline and that's where the real authentic relationships occur too. So I think you've nailed it 100%. Everybody wants to build these communities, which I think are important online because it's easier to manage. But really, in reality, it's the offline experience and the offline relationships that these people are making that are probably having the, the biggest impact on your business. Because mm -hmm. what your friend says, especially if your friend owns a cubby bed, is going to make a whole lot more like impact on your buying decision than just what somebody said in a Facebook group. Yeah, Personal very true. And, like, relationships are huge. Massive. Yeah. We haven't done this yet, but one of my favorite D2C brands is Outer, which is a really yeah. high-end outdoor, outdoor furniture company. But they have a really interesting neighborhood showroom model where anyone who's a customer Ooh. can demo their couch. You can turn your backyard into a showroom oh, and Outer man. pays you to it. like have people come over and sit on the couch and you tell them about it. And you're basically a salesperson, but yes. you're also a customer and you love it. I'm thinking oh, about gosh, how we amazing. can do that for special needs families who I think would even more so want to have their kids yeah. play with each other and get to know each other, et cetera. So I just find that, oh that gosh, offline yes. community building fascinating.
Oh my God, that's brilliant. Exceptional. Not only are they basically making it free for them to let mm-hmm. free, I mean, they're paying their customers to do these kind of showrooms, but they're also making it so that they're solving twofold problems. So this is something I talk about a ton on Twitter as well. But when you go into the buyer's journey, you're not actually solving a functional problem of just, I need an outdoor couch. You're solving some sort of underlying, very deep, intrinsic problem, which is usually emotional and highly like intense for most people. So for that particular brand, it sounds like their customers really, really need twofold things. They needed an outdoor couch, but they're also big on social things. They, they need to feel some sort of social need with the couch, which is a community basis. Oh my gosh, this brand like brilliantly solved two problems at the same time, social issue and a couch issue. And they were able to make more money because of it. So for you guys mm-hmm. too, I mean, you're solving two things and you wouldn't even need to pay them if you've just said, hey, would you guys be willing to do like a play date set up so that people <laughs> can come and see your cubby bed and they could get more information and you guys can get some friends? 100%. I mean, it's so hard to make friends as parents. It's like exceptionally difficult, not only because do your kids have to get along, but you also have to get along with the parents of those children. So you're basically (laughs) double dating every time you go on a play date. It's like the hardest thing ever. And this is from personal experience. So and especially for these parents, finding someone with a special needs child who vibes with you is hard. But if I had an advocate, if I had a brand who made a bed for me that I love, who also helped me set up play dates with other people in my area. You're just building so much brand loyalty, so much credibility with your company because you're helping parents solve a social issue, like a very big social Mm -hmm. issue. Ah, Caleb, I love it. Please do this. (laughs) (laughs) I would come. I want to come. My kids would love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you're really like making waves here, like just changing the entirety of how we think about our customers. And that's like it just hit me right in the field. Try Yeah. So I think step this is perfect. Time. What you're doing is, is wonderful. Yes. What you're doing is wonderful. I, I would love, love, love to see more people kind of find you guys and, and push out this good word about well, there is an option for parents who have kids with special needs if they need a safe place to sleep or even just hang out. I've seen these beds. I've sat in one before. They're super comfortable. Like they're the most comfortable bed I've ever sat on. And they're just, they're a a good space for these kids who need to feel safe in a world that is just very unsafe for them. So yes, thank you for so much for sharing everything you did on our show. I think this is fantastic. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about like your beds or about what you guys are involved in, or if they want to come and work for you guys, because it sounds like you're growing a lot. Where can they find you? Yeah. Cubbybeds.com is the the easiest place for learning more about the product. We would love to support any, any special needs families that need better, safer sleep. Most of our beds are covered by insurance. A lot of the time, it's not even out of pocket for people. And then we are hiring across a ton of different roles. The team's growing really quickly. So we'd love to have you check out the careers page. We've got an awesome downtown Denver office. And then personally, I'm trying to get a little more active on Twitter. So my handle Twitter. is at Caleb Polly, C-A-L-E-B-P-O-L-L-E-Y. And happy to chat about e-commerce, healthcare, snowboarding, Colorado things, whatever you'd like. (laughs) That's perfect. Thank you so much for joining me. This was so fun. I would love to have you back on the show just in a couple months to see where you guys are and and how you've been growing. So yeah, thanks for joining me. This was great. Yeah, appreciate having you on. It was a lot of fun to chat. Talk soon. (laughs) 
Mesa is used by customers like Mudwater, Chubbies, and over 500 others who want to stop wasting time and money with repetitive tasks. Mesa lets brands like yours work smarter and balance clever workflows with solid infrastructure. Head to GetMesa.com, G-E-T-M-E-S-A.com to start automating your store.